All right. Are we ready to go? Ready to go. Zip, zip in order of the names on the show. Are we ready to go, Zip? <laughs> yes, I was ready to go, as Andrew pointed out at 808 sure. or whenever it was. In a chicken coop, by the way, they call it pecking order, and you get the second peck. Okay. Bob and Zip. With Ed Kelly. Are you ready to go, Ed? Okay. And a special guest, Andrew Rivers, no relation to Bob. Thank you. Ed, that's a, a wonderful representation of what's going on inside Bob's head at uh, the moment. <laughs> All right, time for the jingle. Here we go. The new, the new uh, branding slogan and the big TV jingle sing without the TV spot yet. How okay. did you get how did you get Susan Day to sing that? <laughs> I learned how to play keyboards from her. Don't put her down. Um, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, so the, the new yeah. mode of the show is to just go deep a little bit and not repeat the same stuff that you can get everywhere else. However, as a starting point, you have to get the same stuff that you get everywhere else because that's media. <laughs> that's what it is. And uh, the other day, I was watching Star Trek Picard. Blank stares. Hardly anybody watches that. You have to be of a certain age. You have to be a total Trekkie. And you have to be willing to put up with uh, a show with a... How old is Sean Luke now? Like Megan Show number one. Yeah. You have to be willing to, um, you know, stick with something you've had for a long time. And as I'm watching the show, and I'm not going to get into the show uh, because that would be a, a severe tune-out. <laughs> I think they already did. You brought yeah. up Star Trek. They're like, great. Yeah. I thought Star we were changing Trek. the podcast format. I'd rather listen to politics. The thing oh. about the uh, Star Trek canon is that it's always been about philosophy mm -hmm. and predicting Rod the future. Roddenberry was a philosopher. Uh, he, and he was brilliant brilliant prognosticator i mean every time i walk into a grocery store now and the doors go and if this is not an early tricorder what is it the health apps well, are on this now this, i have an app do you do you get your blood pressure you get everything so so star trek is yes oh that was that Ed, that's you're his pacemaker that's an old pacemaker. Unmute yourself, Ed. Oh, that is a tricorder. You have to unmute yourself. Your mic, your little mic has a line through it. You hit it by accident. I mean, this is why we don't do it live, folks. No, 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 no. You know what it is? He's a voice chameleon, and he's imitating a mime. Yes. <laughs> What is Hang it? On. It's a, it, that that is a tricorder. Okay, a real tricorder. A toy. <laughs> what do you expect? Do you think like I have collectible? No, I have the word. It, it actually works because it's not twenty two hundred yet. It hasn't been invented. Okay, I'll put it over you, Bob. What is that? Oh, I have to find oh, out oh. your mitosis. Right. 
You know what? I just came from the hospital. I had a monster machine. That's a nice little efficiency thing. So I'm watching Star Trek. Uh, what, what you may not know is that people who write scripts for television shows are on days, strike. They're on strike. <laughs> but they're also doing amazing work. Um, writers are, to me, someone who can write every day for a drama like that and, and all these characters and keep them in character is it's a, it's a serious skill. It all so, starts with the writing. I am watching this show, and Picard is, you know, always saving the universe faced with a, a difficulty. <laughs> and they have to do battle. And Picard, I mean, how do these writers come up with this original content every single episode? Well, I mean, it's uh, it's not formulaic. It's brilliant, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is amazing. Uh, and by the way... Um, some of them do it the way you don't do it. <laughs> they steal it. <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's a nice little uh, yeah. Yeah, intro yeah. there. I like that. <laughs> that that's a whole other topic. So switch. I'm watching this show, and Picard goes into this dialogue, and we don't have to have it in Picard's voice, but he says, "There is no teacher. There is no teacher." That's going to really spoil it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a cure. It's sort of like, till death to us part, till death to us part. Just get the thing away. It's like I get drunk. All right, let me, let, let me just get through this. There is no teacher but the enemy. No one but the enemy will tell you what the enemy is going to do. No one but the enemy will ever teach you how to destroy and conquer. Only the enemy show you where you are weak. Only the enemy shows you where he is strong. And the rules of the game are what you can do to him and what you can stop him from doing to you. And as I heard this quote, I thought, gosh, that's really deep. deep. Yeah. Anybody want to take a stab at what it means? I think it's know thy enemy as thyself. Or like hold your friends close, hold your enemies closer. Basically. Close. Hold on. That was out of the pecking order. Captain Picard. Picard. <laughs> Zip, what do you think it means? Just what Ed said. <laughs> no, I do. I do. Yeah. Steady backbeat. Andrew. Well, it's I, it's not, again, it's not that deep. That's why even these bozos got it. You know, it's, uh, experience is the best teacher, right? If you tell me the stove is hot, I can learn that and understand that. But when I put my hand on the stove, I'm going to learn that a lot faster, right? A lot faster. The enemy and, is trying to hurt me. So, And you're going to remember the burned hand teaches best. Mm. Good. <laughs> yes. Now let's go around the room again. What else do you take from? Because there's, it is such, I mean, you say it's not deep because you can boil it down, but it is so deep it, on so many levels. Enlighten us, Bob. Uh, I, that's not my job. My job is to set it up and you enlighten me. And what did you get for number 12? I don't, I said my answer. I, will you just give me the paper here? It's good. Just so, put an F on there. Let me go home. So first off, uh, let's define what an enemy is. What is an enemy? Zip. Your antithesis. <laughs> no, you, you know. So like, Somehow on a personal level but what is an enemy just uh, the, the definition of an enemy something is it someone or something difficult 
Is it a task you have to learn or overcome? Is it um, your wife or your significant other? Is usually striking back at you or is after something you possess or just would rather be rid of you, correct? Oh, there is no correct. Those are all correct. Uh, Expand on enemies, Ed. Uh, someone that could be competing for the same market share as you, the same territory as you, the same. In girl radio, as you. it would be a competitor. Be, a competitor right. is always an enemy. In yes. fact, that's what all warfare, marketing warfare, art of war, all these books are, are written about how to defeat somebody. And, and on the football field, the enemy yeah. is whatever team is playing my team. The guy is in the other color shirt. In Andrew's right. case, it's guys that are funnier, right? Not many enemies. <laughs> <laughs> good answer no i'm not, not in competition show. with my peers i'm in competition with myself that's right. why the enemy can be subjective it is yeah. whatever your opposition is and you are a person or an ideal i ideology, ideology or a goal or a, a father that's really annoying you know whatever your <laughs> yeah. perception of it so andrew and by the way you're going to find out why andrew is getting deeper into this quote even though he's making fun of it so as I, as I hear this quote, for some reason, I know why it struck me. It struck me because Lisa and I just finge, uh, finished binge-watching The Diplomat. Yes. Starring Carrie Russell. Yeah, Are you great. watching that? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Zip, you watching it? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. No. Um, it's sleep. It's, uh, Andrew, have you seen it? No. Yeah, it's streaming television for old folks. But <laughs> it's brilliant because it's all about diplomacy on the highest levels, global diplomacy on the highest levels of the skill required. And in this show that I had just finished watching, these people are doing battle, inter-countries, wars, how to make stuff look a certain way and be interpreted a certain way. And so when I saw this quote, I went, wow, that that, that is just what they were doing in this show. And I wish I could operate at that level because we operate at the level of I saw a meme today. <laughs> it was a good meme. I saved it to my photos so I can share it with other people. <laughs> it was a very good meme. <laughs> oh. oh man! And and that's the problem. Uh, the problem is that we're caught up. We don't even know who the enemy is. And as Zip is often lamenting, we don't even know it's true. Nope. Anymore. And that's about to get even a lot harder with oh, artificial AI. intelligence. Yes, yeah. the, AI, the AI, if you think the internet and the algorithms and Madison Avenue and Google and Facebook can basically play you like, like, a, like a puppet on a string, AI is going to take those skills exponentially higher. Exponentially. So anyway, I'm, I'm looking at this quote and I... And the quote is by someone named Mazer Rackham. And I'm like, well, that's not Thomas Jefferson. I don't that's know. a wrestler. <laughs> Could it be a wrestler? It's <laughs> a good name. A good name for a wrestler. When I Googled the quote, by the way, yeah. it turns out it's a character from a novel. And it's a novel that I haven't read. But it's a novel that Andrew read maybe repeatedly. There's a number of different books. And I knew that Andrew, this was like Ender's Game was one of his favorite books when he was, what, teens? Uh, this is like senior year of high school type of stuff, yeah. 
Yeah. And so, well, that's a quote from Andrew's favorite book. And I sent the quote to Andrew without accrediting, just to see if he would recognize it. And what happened when you got the quote? Well, uh, my version of events for sure. Um, I definitely recognized the name, but I also was at a comedy club. You know, you're texting me at Friday night at 8 p.m. or whatever. So <laughs> it's not a, I'm kind of half checking my phone and going, sure, old man, get away from me. Uh, and, let, uh, let, let me calm you, you down, Andrew. It's not an SAT test. You can get over no, it. No, no, I'm just teasing. I'm. Yeah. Let me have my phone, okay? Uh, I, you know, <laughs> everyone tells me I'm the only funny one on this podcast, and then you, you stifle me, you know? So... Um, <clears throat> <laughs> by the way know your enemy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and enemy the way, is funny the people game. because it makes him look bad you know yeah, but um no i i i texted him uh he said do you know who this quote is from and i said uh or you even texted me the name and i said oh, i don't recognize the quote and then you said, oh, I got you. It's from your favorite book. And I said, oh, I yeah. I didn't say got you. I didn't right. even say that. <laughs> He's paraphrasing. So Andrew interpreted this as me somehow trying to one-up him. It's not. What I wanted him to have was the same kind of surprise I had when I got a Star Trek quote, and it turned out to be from his favorite book. Uh, but he was he immediately wrote back all defensively. Like, blah, 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 blah. And, <laughs> so, and that may go with us till the grave. I mean, it's a father-son thing. Uh, but I, I just thought of you and I knew those books brought you joy. And they so, were great books. Um, you know, uh, a guy who gets bullied and in a new environment and, you know, uh, I went through a lot of that myself. So, yep. uh, I also went to space camp and, uh, <laughs> got, got bullied there. So, um, yeah, I just, just, I mean, again, this, like we talked about all the stories are the same, you know, but. Um, you know, just plug and play different characters. But it, there's only and you, and he grew up hoping to one day bully his dad back. <laughs> <laughs> Success, and I provided a forum for it. Okay, so after I, I, I don't think any of you guys like this quote as much as I do. Not even Andrew. So I uh, thought it's great. I just. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have an hour worth of material on it, but <laughs> no, no. Well, so that's the point of the quote, because yeah. I interpreted the quote way different from anything you guys said. To me, the enemy is always everything that isn't me. And the time is always now. Like right now, I'm trying to juggle a conversation with four people and I have no idea what any of you are going to say. Mm -hmm. And I can't make you follow me as clearly demonstrated. <laughs> um, so in that moment, how do I win? How do I uh, do something that people are going to enjoy? Because to me, that's the win. It's always it, the performing arts. And Andrew, you, it, we're all the same, I'm sure. At the end of the day, when you walk off stage, you hope someone had a good time, right? So that's the from the entertainer's point of view. So I sent this quote to John Unless Medina. they were mean to me first, and then I hope they had a terrible time. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, <laughs> where, where the hell is my? You don't. Place? You're a, you're okay. you totally exist <laughs> to make people happy. That's bullshit. Flag on the play. You flag on the flag. <laughs> Hackney cornball comedian remarks. You could do better. So, all right. Then I sent it to John Medina because I. 
I, I, Funky I, John Medina. Yeah. I, I may destroy this show by admitting this, but I'm not that smart. You are all smarter than me. As clearly <laughs> evident by everything you're saying. <laughs> so I sent it to the smartest guy I know because I wondered if it would strike him. We already talked way. about how you sent it to me. I don't know. No, no. Funky John Medina. He's <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. John yeah, Medina. Thank you. The brain doctor. I sent it to someone who I thought would love me for thinking of him, and instead he resented me. <laughs> I didn't resent you at all. Boy. I resent so... you for this conversation, not the, not the technical. <laughs> so John Medina wrote back. What did he say? He said, did you ever read The Art of War? Uh, who's read that? I guess it's a classic. Like if you're a scientist... <clears throat> or anybody who got a great degree at a fantastic university. You've read The Art of War. Centuries it's, old. It's centuries old. Written about the time the ancient, ancient Israelites were getting their butts kicked by the Assyrians. Mm -hmm. His favorite line from The Art of War was his response. If you know the enemy, and you know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you Lovely. know the enemy and you know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. Now, what I'm going to copy of Zip's paper on this one. <laughs> oh, 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 Just look over. Zip. Drum solo. You've got all the room I, I in the guess, world. I guess <laughs> what he is saying or, or the crux of that is as long as you're aware of your enemy you can accept whatever happens because you're aware of him and you're not afraid of him in other words it's your perception of the enemy that matters i think that's really good uh ed I got nothing, man. I cannot be, I'm still pooping my pants no matter That's how badly I know. No, but enemy. I got nothing. I no. don't know. As we as we have said so many times on this program, are the three smartest words you could say in the English language when they're true. Uh, Andrew. Well, um, in comedy, I would interpret that to be know your voice and trust your voice, right? So knowing yourself in battle necessarily is knowing what you're capable of and having confidence and also understanding your enemy and need not fear the next hundred shows, right? Need not fear any battle because need not you know ever yourself fear. and you know your yeah. enemy and yeah, you know for your performer for a performer. And I don't know if you guys have this feeling. I mean, I get nervous about shows before the show, but when I'm on stage, it goes away. It goes away. I mean, I'm still doing battle. <laughs> Deflect shields, shields up a hundred percent. Sun sending. Hateful comment to father because of years of mistreatment and poor potty training. What a yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm crystals. I don't but, think I can hold Andrew off. <laughs> but the point of this is don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Be in the moment. Listening is the only way you know the task, the opponent, the competitor, the wife, the girlfriend, the clerk. The uh, anything that you get to interact with with free will, for example, in a football game, I cannot win the football game by watching it, although there are people who believe if they wear a lucky shirt that that can happen. I don't believe that's true. Um, but in any real time conversation faced with whatever I'm faced with, 
I have an infinite number of choices and I can make the one in my heart that feels right. And it will not be a failure no matter what happens, because then after that one fucks up, I could follow it up and make another choice. <laughs> Experience the best Mr. teacher. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Yeah. Rivers, I, I hate to bother you. Yes, Columbo. Sorry, but, uh, <laughs> Get a little closer to the microphone, Columbo. When you, uh, when you ask questions of your enemy, your perceived enemy. And, uh, for example, that record on, on, on the wall back there, that's that's a nice record you got back there. Sir. Gold record, yes. Thanks for noticing it. Yes. <laughs> Is it real gold? Is it 24 no. karat gold? Is <laughs> it's, it 18 karat gold? Is it fake gold? It's a uh, plastic with spray paint on it. Really? Yeah. I, we sold a half a million albums for the record company, and that was their way of saying. That, that's wonderful. Sir. That's yeah. really wonderful. Yeah. See, the thing about asking stupid questions about, from your enemy, <laughs> <laughs> they will tip their hands. Yes, that's right. realizing it mm -hmm. is why, you know. I pretend I don't know anything. I walk into a situation. I cross my eyes. You know, so it looks like, <laughs> like that. I'm really that intelligent. <laughs> but it's a very long plotting plot show, if you know what I'm saying. Sorry. Now you're hitting pay dirt, uh, Columbo, because the best way to know your enemy is not to just be firing randomly all the time, is to actually listen and hear what the universe is telling you. We all have a hard time with that. I have a hard time with that anyway. Um, I see you listen well with those headphones on that you've got. <laughs> I do. Yes. Do they really help? Do you want to swap those for DNA or something? <laughs> I, 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 well, I don't, this is way deep before DNA. Believe me. That's true. <laughs> this, this series is older than dirt, sir. I'm in yeah. the dirt, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I love Colombo. It's one of my favorites. And so Columbo, thing, Columbo, um, the character for Colombo was probably written, written, written with the <laughs> art of war. Like Columbo, his opponent was whatever he was investigating, and he didn't fear the battles. He just let the enemy tell him all about themselves. While and, also appearing very unassuming and looking like an unmade bed, sir. Yes. <laughs> Driving around in a Peugeot. Have you ever driven a Peugeot, sir? What is that? Oh, Peugeot? It's a French car, yeah. Yeah, Peugeot. French car. I've heard of it. A Peugeot, yes. Peugeot, yeah. No, it's not a hard G. It's a soft G. So. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a very fine car. All right. So we You'll all have limited another. information. We don't, know the, we don't know everything about the enemy. I mean, I don't know, like, for example, in a negotiation, I don't know what the other side is thinking. In, a, uh, in any situation, I can only somewhat know what my brain is thinking. And so the universe is just throwing stuff at me. And I, I have been paranoid and full of fear my whole life, actually. The whole show business thing. I used to admire Andrew because he was not nervous getting on stage all by himself. Whereas I had to have this whole group, still do, this whole group of people. <laughs> Support group. Well, sometimes they're the kick the wheel, kick the uh, chair out from under your group. But yes, it's a support group. It's we're, support. we're support animals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, just a couple other thoughts about that. Um, so one cool thing for yeah. the listeners, maybe um, all 12 of you. Um, uh, <laughs> I follow those books on Twitter. There's also another book that you might like, 48 Laws of Power, which is pretty popular. But I follow them on Twitter, and what they do is just tweet out one or two sentence quotes of the book. And then every day when you're scrolling through, looking at whatever, you get a little bit of that in your Popcorn. in your feed there. So that's brilliant. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it's a long trek to the library, and millennials do not 
go to the library. Well, yeah, and they're full yeah. of uh, vagrants, and, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, you're you're touching on something I'd love to know more about. Um, we're obviously, you know, a Medicare age uh, set. You're a millennial, um, and you find and consume information entirely differently from us. Um, I asked, uh, as a radio talk show host over at Cairo, Jack Stein, who works with Spike, and he's 35 years old. So he's even younger than you, Andrew. And he's pretty brilliant uh, for a young talk show host. Very well read, has lots of different points of views in his mind. I don't necessarily agree with all of his politics, but I can hear that he, whew, how did he learn all that stuff? And I asked him, and maybe you could expand expand on this. He told me when he sees a story, he sees that as just one narrative. And then he looks, and I think he mentioned Reddit. I think he mentioned Twitter. Uh, there's something called Substack, which I guess is at the International House of Pancakes. It's a special no. they have on Friday mornings. No. He started to talk about all the different ways he harvested lots of different point of views to formulate his own. I suspect that's generational. Is it, Andrew? Uh, funny you bring that up. Uh, not a sponsor of the show, but there is a uh, website or app called Ground News, and they will show you an article, and they will show they have a little that's spectrum map, right? And it's kind of mm -hmm. like Connect Four or whatever, where they got little things, and they show you the center. You know their definition of who's in the center and who's in the right, and and they show you which sides covered the story. And so when it's like immigration, they're like, oh, the left didn't talk about this at all. And then the right just talked about it all the time. And um, as far as getting to the heart of the issue, for example, immigration, reading CNN or Fox is not really going to educate you necessarily um, about. They the, are the enemy. The, yes, they, yes. Details they, of the problem. They, by design, are untruthful. Even the liberal ones, Zip, sorry to break it to you. They're by design <laughs> taking one side and diminishing the other side. And, and that's moved into sports media too. If you if you follow sports, no. it's uh <laughs> it's all just two guys arguing about LeBron James is the worst player I've ever seen in my life. And another guy's like, he's the greatest of all time. And they're just literally trying to rile you up. So you go, exactly. fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. Tweet, <laughs> right, right, tweet, right. share this clip. I can't believe this guy said, you know, and uh, and many comedians make a, a living doing that, too. So, yes, you don't, Being which is why I think you're I don't make a living. You're right. I am <laughs> not doing well. You do make a you made a good I'm living. I'm doing yeah. fine. I, it's fine. You overshare. You do what I do, by the way. You you self defecate on yourself. <laughs> And you, I just got a back taxes bill from the IRS, actually. So, oh, jeez, oh, yeah. yeah, they were like, "Hey, we found some money. You forgot to tell us about it." Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. didn't think you'd find did it they? there. Oh, did they really? <laughs> it's like a uh, well, the less the less comedy version is there was um, when I was on tour with Steve, we were all using our individual credit card swipers instead of logging into his account. And then after two months, we were, you know, after every show, we'd have to calculate. I sold this many of yours. I sold this many of yours. Oh. And then I'd have to Venmo him. And oh. so Square now is sending that information to the IRS. And so they said, right. hey, you sold $30,000 worth of, 
And I was like, most of that was not mine. And so I have to hire an you, account. Well, yeah, then you, yeah. Cause now you're in the, and, and last year was a big year for you. And now you're in the tax bracket where they actually yes. give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's interesting. Um, and back to how you get your news though. Cause I see you yes. sit at, I keep trying Twitter. Yeah. Just because I, people hate Elon Musk. So I want to support him. <laughs> um, but I still don't get Twitter. Contrarian at heart. It is a real-time conversation about whatever. For example, if you but follow I don't know a how bunch to use of, it. I, I, I go on Twitter and there's just some dumb stuff and follow. I don't know how to have it serve me. Again, every app you use has to be customized to your liking, right? If I go on Instagram. Not Fox and not CNN. I don't no. have to customize those. No, I put them on at all. and someone Social talks media. to me. It makes me feel like they care You're right. about immigrants or about racists what are the now you can find those people on twitter you know tucker carlson is maybe moving his show to twitter i heard that and uh i my bet is that he's gonna host his own presidential debate and um (laughs) because he has all the power like he like he's not made by fox news nope again where this is a whole fun thing to talk about but we're moving towards individual influencers being more important than the conglomerate because it's tainted by cnn and tucker now gets to play the the good guy and be like can you believe the media and the things that they wouldn't let me tell you and now and so you know no one on the right is gonna say i'm turning down tucker carlson for an interview because they want his fans to think that he's great will he succeed without the big cable network I mean, it depends on your definition of success. You, you know, uh, I'm writing about this in my book. Be flexible in your definition of success. You know, yeah. <laughs> success can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So, um, I I would assume that he is uh, financially set for a while. So uh, I hope he gets back on his feet soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not worried about him. I get it. And success, uh, if history teaches anything, he won't be anywhere near as successful in, in terms of audience size it depends on his enemy right uh, is uh cable news going to s- try to you know suffocate that are they going to put out all this uh you know bad not blackmail necessarily but behind the scenes information are they going to right is twitter going to fail before he can even be on that platform is the platform itself not stable right uh there's a hundred thousand things that go into the equation i'm really excited to watch all right so if i let, let, let me give you let me because i'm still not learning anything from you which is oh. pissing me off <laughs> I'm it's sorry. Your turn. you know i was a dad i taught you everything i know yeah. so you could resent I'm it trying. I'm, I'll, all i can do is talk and, all right. and well what i'm trying to learn is like seriously and this consider this senior time I'm yeah, I'm good. Consider this. <laughs> I'll put this on my uh on my um when I go in front of the judge, I'll say I donated to a nursing home. Service, yeah. <laughs> and uh <laughs> here so here's what residents. I'm asking. You're talking to three guys, yeah, who all of us at one time or another, and many times, and many people in our audience are frustrated by how do you I mean this is Zip's mantra. How do I know what's real and how do you know what's fake? Because it's you don't, and it's going to be impossible in the future. I'm Even sorry, that's so, not the yes. answer you want to hear. I don't know is a better answer. Um, how about this? Again, put your hand on the stove. Follow a guy. This is what I do is I see interesting people on on the news feed and you follow them for a little while and you get their take on whatever the current events are that are going on. And then if you see a guy 
again, to me, there are certain things that are sort of, um, I always used to call Donald Trump the bug zapper because anytime someone touched him, I go, you're dead to me. You're dead yeah, to yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's just this con man and right. you know whatever. Let's bring so Donald Trump. If you see a guy say blah, 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 or take a really shallow opinion, you go, oh, unfollow. This guy's an idiot. I don't have to. I can block him. I can do whatever. And uh, it sucks. But All there right. is no perfect way. Let's say there's some topic I want to know the truth about. It, do I tell Twitter, please keep me up to date on this topic? How there do are, I, that is, is an option. Hashtags? Yeah. Is that what it is? There's there are topics on Twitter for sure. There's hashtags. There's trending topics on the side. Uh, those so, can be manipulated. Let's say I'm really lost, fallen, mm. and I can't get up style mm. like me, Zip, and Ed. Um, <laughs> how do I like when VCRs came out? I seriously bought a VCR for my parents, <laughs> Alan Barbara. <laughs> And it sat on top of the TV. Like you have an Alexa, you have all these technological things. You've skipped certain basic I, things and just gone right to the final finish line. Yeah, and and my, but they never learned how to use it. No. Yeah, and they were roughly the same age I am now, which is frightening. So you're feeling it now. You're going, totally oh shit, this is it. about to be me. So and 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 my. By the way, what's weird about it is you being a younger person. I'm asking you, and you're giving it to me, but not in senior uh, center bullet point instructions for someone <laughs> brand new <laughs> like this morning your mother said uh you have to show me how to do whatever it was on the computer and she said just write it out for me and i'm like i'm not gonna write you a manual if you'll sit next to me i'll show you oh i don't want to she can't sit there and be patient with me and it's this is an old person thing um young people have even less time and yet they managed to be proficient at all this stuff. So let me just ask you this question. So From what you said, what do you want to finish with, this? Well, Google with Twitter, something. for example. So I have to program, like we have Spotify. Lisa won't use the Spotify. I'm like, she's like, whatever happened to my CD collection? I'm like, it's all on Spotify. <laughs> so I want the CDs. And I said, you all you have to do is sit down with Spotify and tell it the things you like and say, I don't want to do that work. And I feel like Twitter's that way. Like maybe the maybe I'm overthinking it. All I need to do is anytime I'm curious about something I've seen, search for it like hashtag and see what's there. And then Twitter will learn what I like. Is that what happens? Over time, it's an algorithm. So okay, if right. you go on there and you follow women who show off pictures of their butt, Twitter is going to learn, hey, he clicks like every time. And there's sort of new... There, you know, you hear about TikTok using like eye tracking technology to see how long you actually look at the screen and how yep. long you look at that actual area of the pelvis or whatever. And so, <laughs> but they will learn, oh, he clicks all they want to okay. do. They don't have an agenda. They want to keep you on the app. So if you like all certain right. things, it will That's... show you that more often. Excellent. I'm not looking at those things right now, but I totally remember what that was like. Uh, in this case, let's say, for example, there was this huge brouhaha about the expiring COVID-19 protocols, and there was going to be this massive, massive crush of people at the border. On the first day, border crossings went down. Right. It didn't effing happen. It was mm -hmm. hype by CNN and Fox and all the news media to sell papers, to get you to watch. It was total bullshit. Did you if know it leads, it leads. Yeah. Did you know it was bullshit or do you, how do you find out? Like if Zip or I or Ed are like freaking out about this and we want to- I go above the actual, I mean, again, 
Is Reddit it's better almost, than Twitter? It's almost dumb to get caught up in the details yeah. of the immigration story to me because it's a, it's a very complicated topic about, like, again, I, I don't know anything specifically about the, the rush at the border. I vaguely saw some headlines, but I don't, pay attention it was bullshit. I don't click yeah. on it because it's not, I know it's going to lie to me. And uh, so, like, the immigration thing is fun because... I, I would love your opinion on this. When in the '60s, everyone was racist towards Irish people, right? They were going, "Oh, these whatever," you know. They were very because those were the newest people coming into America, right? right so right. when the first Irish people came here, there were discrimination. There were signs in windows like "Irish Lives Matter" or whatever it was. It was close to that, not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, but so. What, if you look at the history of immigration, the United States always has big spikes where they let people in and then they close the borders and they let those people sort of assimilate mm -hmm. and then they let, they open the borders back up. And in the meantime, both sides go, fuck you, you're not letting in more people. And they're going, fuck you, we're full. And that's to create uh, money for their campaign to get reelected. Right. And right. again, got all I'm yeah. kind of working on a joke about this, but it's like, the only way I can get by is if I, in my mind, this is all just a play that's happening and everything's being decided in an underground bunker and these guys just need to act it out and go, oh, we're going to raise the debt ceiling. And then we go, oh, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. And, and everyone and, knows they will at the last minute. And in the uh, meantime, they get ratings and they appear to be doing something each side. And also, again, uh, you know, your favorite quote or, or the, the one that you drilled into me, right? The... Uh, uh, the serenity prayer of what can I actually do about this? Uh, I can open my home to some immigrants. Well, that's not going to happen. So uh, you know, <laughs> we're like, not there uh, enough. Actually, no. no. Yeah. I've already got one homeless guy living with me, so uh, uh, that's myself. But uh, yeah. you know, again, it, so it, I don't know what the rush at the oh the expiring pro you know. So, uh, so Joe Biden you, said we're going to, yeah. you know, be nice to China and Donald Trump's a racist and then he's continuing the same policies. And it's so to you, the fact that that was all fake never even entered in your life because you you are immune from them. Doesn't those, even get just don't sources. even get to me. So are you telling me, Zip and Ed, that if we're watching those news sources, we're being played and our blood pressure going up is going up from nothing and it's a waste of time? Come on, man. How can you be being played if I don't ask any questions? <laughs> if I don't answer anything you ask. I mean, Sleepy Joe's in the building. All right. Uh, yeah. Wow. Who are you calling? Sleepy? You listen to me. Hello. Whippersnapper. What I mean, are we to believe that, that this man is thinking of the solution to all of our problems? Uh, you know, again, if... If the last two presidents are in charge, that's fucking terrifying. You I know? understand you have a right problem. Right now, we, with have, the a IRS. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a president have a problem with, with the IRS. I don't know if you of a goldfish. Yeah. And the, the last guy was literally uh -huh. a goldfish, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to skin you alive, you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Call the IRS. You, you, got, yeah, yeah. you got the eye. You got the eyes down. It's 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 I'm a trying. dead giveaway. Yeah, Do you use dead. Reddit, Andrew? Do you use Reddit? <laughs> Not anymore. No. Okay. What else do you? Use? I don't try. Um. This is like uh, in yeah. our day, we would go. What kind of laundry detergent is best? Not like <laughs> right. fucking news. Uh, YouTube is great for 
a lot of those things. Um, I'll Hold send on, you. Jack. Let's yeah. go back to the laundry detergent. Okay. Okay. Borax. <laughs> Have you tried Tide Pods? Delicious. Yeah. I keep eating them. It looks like candy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give them out to kids at Halloween, though. They'll, ah, they'll they, they, upon not, them. they shoot them on the lawn. If they okay, good. <laughs> Build a wall for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I want you to finish your thought, Andrew, because I was going somewhere cool. Oh, sure. What was I saying? I forget. <sighs> You're asking it all the oh, time. Good, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. We talked about Reddit. We talked about other places. But um, YouTube is my main source because... Um, and I would never think of YouTube for news. Uh, how about you, Zip or Ed? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You do? Okay, yeah. Ed, uh, Zip? Uh, somewhat. All right. There's great channels on everything. There's um, Economics Explained. Every week does about a 20-minute video on a random subject, and you go, oh, this is kind of learning about inflation, you know? Mm -hmm. And you can, again, at least from my perception, I listen to this guy, and I go, oh, he seems to be pointing out both sides of this, and, and yes, you know, and that's what I strive for is, right? The when you, when you hear someone who's pointing out pros and cons and one point of view and the opposing point of view and putting them all in the same story. Mm -hmm. That I, I think that's key. That's an, and he doesn't always have a solution. There's another guy that's called alternate history, which is really like, what if the Romans never collapsed? Or what if this, <laughs> what if this war went a little differently? And those are kind of fun social experiments. And then they try to predict the future and they say, here are our top 10 places. War will happen by the next 10 years. And you go, Oh, let's learn about why war happens. It's not wow. about people getting along. It's like, we're running out of water and food. BCK soon counts them down. Yeah. So <laughs> Number one. It's my favorite. It's my favorite letter in top 10. <laughs> um, Moving up three notches. Israel. <laughs> Israel. <laughs> um, so it's funny. I actually had this sort of epiphany a couple years ago. I was, binge watching, um, I was binge watching Frasier. And, you know, everything's so formulaic and, and an amazing TV show. Great comedy. But I sort of had this realization of like, let's say this guy was a real person. Ninety eight percent of his problems would be solved by just telling the truth. Right. Oh, Niles, don't be ridiculous. Right. You take a likable character, you give him a predicament and he makes the worst possible decision in that moment. He gets invited to two parties and he goes, I'll go to both of them instead of just politely canceling on one. And then it makes the whole thing so oh, much boss. worse. What and I then you to... realize that like the power the truth has. Right. And mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, I that tried person, to... by the way, let me let me bring it back to this uh, art of war thing. Yeah. When you don't tell the truth, it's because you're not comfortable being real in the moment. And, uh, you know, and, in other words, you're not comfortable facing something you'd rather hide or deflect. Not telling the truth is hiding. Right. Right. Does everybody agree with that? Yeah. yeah. There's tells all over the place. Omit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Cinema it's mission. different. Not telling the truth is not the same as leaving some information out. That is strategy. Uh, <laughs> deciding what to say is important and it, having it always be true. You can spin, of course, that way. And that's what a lot of spin is. But um, well, this is the no spin zone. As soon as someone says fair and balanced in the yeah. no oh, spin zone, they used to call it the spin. Like, that's, your, that's your enemy telling you, yeah. I am going to be hypnotizing you yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, off, again, uh, you know, I like um, what's that podcast? The, the, the libtards do um, uh, pod save America. They're generally pretty good. And, 
and pretty fair, but also they, you know, again, like one of my favorite examples that the tragedy, but um, the kid in Wisconsin a couple years ago that went to the protests and shot a guy in self-defense yeah. and everyone was like murderer. And, and then it was like, well, the video clearly shows him defending himself. I'm not saying he's a good person or that he was right, right or right, that right. it was a good decision to be there. But if you label him as this murderer, you're going to turn him into your own villain sure, or sure. your own enemy. Right. And then all the Republicans seize on him. Be my intern. And, you but, know, but, but to be fair, it's not all the Republicans. It's no, the true. core base of people who are manipulated by small amounts of facts. Yeah. So there, there's a video just was on the news last night uh, recently of the trans shoplifter who was mm. shot by what amounts to a mall cop. Mm hmm. And when you see the video, it looks like a mall cop execution. But when you listen to the testimony, the mall cop, the person mall cop said, and I'm calling him a mall cop because I, I just, it's easy. We know you're not being a, a dick on purpose. <laughs> Paul <right>? Blart, <laughs> mall cop. Because I'm sort of telegraphing you how I feel. By the way, mm -hmm. that's one way you do it is to put a label on somebody. Sure. So I am doing that. Uh, truth gets his pants on. So th this security person yeah. feeling their authority because of blatantly a shoplifter is trying to get out of the store. What he said in the testimony was that she kept, she, I'm not they, sure of the gender, them said, um, I'm going to knife you. I'm going to kill you. He didn't see the knife, but then it appears he shoots as the person is running away. So everybody thinks what they think. Uh, I don't know. I say the video looks bad, but I don't know what was in the mind of the law enforcement person or the shoplifter. I only know what the video shows. Could I say beyond the shadow of a doubt that this was a wrong shooting? I, we'd have to go back and look at the police officer's tweets and see if there's any yes. audio tapes of him saying the N-word or, yes. you know, yes. like yeah. all of that. Yes, but I even mean, the then, OJ trial was a big, like all that was a big factor in a, a lot of that, you know. But even then, that war, bringing mm. it back to our "truth gets its pants on" quote, that war moment happened in a single instant, where this person may have felt their life was threatened, and the fact that one of them is a criminal and one of them is designed to keep law and order, does that mean anything? Does that make you lean towards the law guy as maybe a good guy? It does. Make Depends me, upon your personal experience. Yeah, Ed, you're, Ed, you're, oh, everyone's going to see it differently. But how about you personally? I tend to lean towards law enforcement. I know there's bad cops, but I don't assume that they're bad. Okay. A mall cop is not a law enforcement official. I mean, they are technically there to be... I mean, if he has a gun, I don't shame think he's you. a mall cop. Yeah. I think shame I think on you for being... labeling him a mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Bob is being a little flippant, but a uh... yeah. no, but if you're making and it should, I'm not, I don't mean to be derisive, but you mm. know, at, at eight, $14 an hour, whatever he's being paid, I don't think he's gone through extensive training on how to use a weapon, when to draw, when not to draw. Yeah. I'm, you know, should he not have a weapon? I, I that would don't be the question I think is fair. I to think ask. if he's trained to use the weapon and is certified and, and at, stays current with the certification, hang on, level, hang on. Okay. And is and fair stays enough. current with his certification, then yes, because if children are threatened 
or families are threatened or there's uh, somebody that shows up with an AK, I would rather that mall cop have a gun. There's only one to way off. to stop a bad guy. So we all know yeah, what that yeah, is, you know. Yeah. It's interesting because I was going to take the other direction, but you pulled out children. Can always pull out children. Zip. Pulling out children is the best way to win. I didn't. Do, I didn't do it as a defensive maneuver or to get a one-up personship oh, yes, on you. No, I did not. Yeah, you're doing the blatant labeling that I was doing just a few minutes ago. <laughs> I see it. No, In um, my mind, the cop has um, uh, uh, in the same way that any. I mean, again, in the eyes of the law, innocent until proven guilty. I empathize with that situation one of my favorite things to do youtube there are youtube channels that are just police body cams unedited 20 minutes from the time they pull the guy over and they go how's your day what are you about to and then you can see how fast a lot of these things escalate or how quickly that situation can turn around and uh it's an amazing job and i wouldn't want to be any part of it again one of my friends was a, a a officer too and we talked about some of this stuff when in back in like 2010, when a lot of this, a uh, lot of the racial stuff was popping up and, you know, it's a, 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 you wouldn't be surprised, but it's a lot to do with that person's experience. You know, right, right. there are cops in, in, um, in well, towns they, that they bury all the white day. guys are criminals, right? <laughs> way, for, like rural those Indiana, you, it's all you, meth heads and, and, sure. and whatever. So right. for those of you that are not millennials, uh, Racial stuff has popped up previously to 2010 several times in human history. <laughs> right, That's racial right. stuff started popping up in 2010. Well, I mean, I love you that. know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, the interesting thing about history to me is that you can go back thousands of years, and the argument to the time that my brain started forming adult memories, <laughs> and then right. thousands know. of years, you can go back. And abortion wasn't decided. It was debated the exact same way it is debated now. It has never been decided by a society. And what's happening there is pretty fascinating is that every state is becoming a battleground, which is what the conservative uh, explanation for Roe v. Wade being overturned was, is that it was not written correctly and it should be left up to the states. Well, in some ways, I actually kind of like that because the states that are going to go against the majority of people are actually going to have to face their elect their constituency mm-hmm. uh, for what they're doing. And, oh, you know, come on, man. <laughs> Those, I mean, I do. The states Hold on, are let, let Mr. Let Mr. Yeah. Malarkey speak. You, uh, Mr. Biden, you have to get closer to the microphone because I have you're, some you're very... respect for people that are older than you. That's, that's the first thing I'm going to tell you, young man. Secondly, you sat there and watched those Supreme court justices swear that, Roe v. Wade was going to, what's the word? It's precedent. Not not president. That's me. Precedent had been set. Yeah. And it had been working for. I love your elderly Biden, by the way. This is going to be so freaking huge over the next year. For, uh, for you even Biden. are starting to look like him. Are you? Are you putting <laughs> white makeup on? I, I thought it was filtered for a little bit, but I had skin taken from my foreskin and attached to my eyelids just, just, to, just to make this. <laughs> This impression better, Bob. You should appreciate my commitment. Your son there should be committed, but he's not. 
Well, the IRS is my... investigating him, so we'll we'll see what happens. Oh, good. Right. Well, I mean, I've, uh, that's because I made them. How sick is it? I mean, I hate this freaking politics stuff. I can't even believe that we started with philosophy about yeah. how to win in show now, business and how to reach people, and we're back to the freaking two dumbest if, people. If the abortion debate would, was honest, they would say, well, it's we're worried about our future demographics. We need people to make more children, uh, you know. If they had an honest debate about it, wouldn't no. that be more interesting, right? But they well, the, the they debate is all along religious backwards. lines. It's always along religious. Yeah. It's always along moral grounds. Where some yeah. people, the biggest battles, biggest wars fought throughout humanity were fought over religion, about people who claim a moral higher ground telling other people what they can and can't do. That's just it's that, that's built that's into the our great, That's the what great Jill does with me, yeah. by the way, Bob. You're not alone. Jill's like Lisa, you know, she tells me, I, I just jumped, jump, jump. And I say, how high? <laughs> I'm not joking. That's yeah. another line. You got to get in here. No joke. I'm not joking. So, I mean, again, the, the great thing about the internet too, is you don't have to live in Oklahoma necessarily. You know, you can get a job working online and be wherever you'd like. So um, if your state has shitty policy, get out of there and uh -huh. they will, uh, you know, they will, that's the best feedback you can give them, I think. All right. Something else here. Let's move All on right. from this. Thank as as you. soon as it's as soon as the word Trump is said, you have to change topics. Let's make that a rule. I, I, you're gonna have to say that again. I can't <laughs> no, I'm gonna say it. Again. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> where's the where's the Hold crumpets, on, I have somebody my order crumpets. Oh, yeah. Is that what you I heard? A crumpets, Jill. Yeah, Bob wants crumpets. All right, the Wall Street Journal. Did any of you get to read that Wall Street Journal article? There's there's Wall Street urinal. What is that? A bathroom? <laughs> I'll take that as a no. I sent this article to you guys, but I, it might have been. Oh, that was when me. you tried to send the link to the invite. Yes. Said, but yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that about? Just speak up, man. <laughs> no one saw it, right? I didn't read it. Anybody? Tell me what it was about. I may have seen it. I don't know. <laughs> you Who may knows have seen it. Your seen it. I may be the topic of the damn thing. Sure. Zip, nothing. What everyone except the U.S. has learned about immigration. What I don't have a dollar per week to give them, so you're going to have to read it to me. <laughs> okay, this uh, particular news article is free, which says a lot, by the way. Um, if you have an iPhone, it's in the uh, in the app with the business with the stock market and all of that. You get certain articles for free. Subscribe now. Oh, maybe they do require you to subscribe to Apple now. Um. But what's interesting about this article is that the Wall Street Journal is the conservative paper of record, which means it's going to spin stuff right wing. However, it is the Wall Street Journal, not the Jiffy Lube Journal, which is what Fox <laughs> News is. In other words, it's for more educated conservative people. The Jiffy and, Lube Journal? Is that what I uh, yeah. what you found underneath my mattress when I was 17? <laughs> uh... I didn't look. All I right. knew what was there. <laughs> um, so let me read you a little bit of this, because this is Stashed really... a couple of those in a tree fort in the woods also. <laughs> oh, <sure. laughs> I had a tree fort, too, so you're not telling me anything. <laughs> yeah, it's you're familiar same... with playing with the wood? Yeah. It's been the same since the Palestinians. It's been the same since... <laughs> Since Greek mythology, yeah. Socrates what, whacked off. To what's something. this wood thing? <laughs> let's, let's, let's focus for just a second. Let me do the whole premise thing for a little we're, bit. Yeah, we're good. All right. I saw this article and it was so huge because 
if you know anything about news, whoever owns the media, the the biggest newspapers, the things that set the narrative, really controls a lot. And the Wall is there a is there an old phrase? Sorry, is uh, okay, had an old man question. I've, if I go eight seconds, it's amazing. <laughs> is there an old uh, like? the top of the post and the person below you gets shit on or something like that. Is that, I was trying to think of a wordplay joke of like, it's funny that they call it the Washington post or they, they call the newspaper, the post, cause whoever owns the post. That wasn't worth interrupting. I apologize. <laughs> okay. It's okay. So the improv, the willingness to Let me to get fail. the premise out, then interrupt all you want. Okay. What's, if you watch succession, which is a great way to understand Tremendous. media companies, um, I just read the book about Sumner Redstone called Unscripted. It's incredible the, the kind of power um, these media companies wield. You know that the Wall Street Journal is owned by Rupert Murdoch, Rupert as Murdoch, is Fox. Yeah, yeah. And yet the narrative on the Wall Street Journal is entirely different from Fox News. The Wall Street Journal is still conservative, still biased. However, it's biased towards money mm. and towards people who make money. So this... I don't think this will show up on Fox. I, I'm curious to watch just to see. Let me read you the beginning of this article. Migration to affluent, uh, to affluent countries is at record highs. And some nations, short of workers, are overcoming political opposition to open their borders even wider, hoping to fill jobs and ease inflation. I'll stop there because our biggest problem, if you've tried to go to a Chipotle lately, and I know you have, <laughs> is we don't have enough workers for these shitty jobs. Yeah. And part of why is we have more or less shut our borders over the last four or five years compared to before, partially because of COVID, partially because of Trump. I mean, there's always yeah, baby coming. boomers. You know, we moved uh, a lot of this is urbanization's fault. This is, you know, part of it is. We all moved to a city and got 900 square foot apartments and then kids are annoying and loud. And, uh, you know, on the farm, they're free labor in the city. They're expensive furniture. So um, <laughs> some of that. I, so I, we I mean, our generation is bred, bred the last least out of any. Yes, out of anybody, uh, that, so. that is also part of it is that you're you're not breeding because there's not enough shitty teenagers to fill the Jiffy Lube uh, <laughs> role, which is what we need AI for. And it's hard to get laid when you're on Twitter all the time. So all of those are factors. But um, the point of this article is that. The conservative side is saying, uh-oh, we actually need more immigrants to fill jobs. And this is something I think I've been saying on this show for a year or longer. Um, and a conservative will say, well, you don't want open borders, as if open borders is this huge yeah. sin. The yeah. whole United States exists because of open borders. All yeah. of us are not Native Americans. No, my parents ah. came from another continent. Yes, so what, what, what it is, is what's best for your country. So the fact that Rupert Murdoch's paper of record put this article out, not just for subscribers, but for everybody, means Wall Street needs more immigrants. Mm -hmm. Government actions to attract foreign nationals for skilled and unskilled jobs have spread from Germany to Japan and include countries with longtime 
immigration restrictions. Who's going to deliver their papers for him, right? Some punk teenager <laughs> who wants $18 an hour? No, get the, get the Pedro and... Uh, <laughs> you know. and, Ch and Chipotle. Uh, yeah. The U.S. remains an outlier. So the U.S. isn't doing this because you've all been brainwashed to think that the borders are a problem. And sure, there's problems. Uh, hundreds of thousands of migrant workers have arrived through back channels, but the country is not openly welcoming more legal workers, which would be them sending you your best, by the way. Um, <laughs> we have to change the subject. Um, what's I interesting is Mexico, no, because of their demographics, they're kind of the new China where they have the most young people. So yep. a lot of people are sort of speculating that Mexico is going to become the next... Um, manufacturing powerhouse or whatever so it instead of made has. in china yeah. Yeah. Be made already in is. Yeah. yeah already is basically so. and logistically it's a lot closer so yeah. bring prices down. so if, if we can keep a wall up and keep them over there <laughs> we might not need to <laughs> but we need immigrant workers for agriculture alone i mean in california sure. there's I so mean, much yeah. there's so much that we do I, I honestly i think the new policy should be called ollie ollie Oxen free. Oxen free. <laughs> Did I think I would get through those four words? Not a shot. I would never get through those four words. Yeah, I you know, feel like you were setting it up for us to yeah, finish yeah. the sentence. No, I was just pausing for dramatic effect, which doesn't work with this crew. Um, <laughs> so anybody think we shouldn't have open border borders? Uh, I mean, again, what is open border besides the talking point? The borders it's, are open now. Can... It's a two-word talking point designed to inflame the other side. That's what sure. it is. So I think if you have a great reason and you uh, have good prospects and you can contribute well to our society, come on in, you know, yeah, that's what the UK demands. Yeah. Yeah. They say, as long as you can prove there's no other voice chameleon in the United States, you can do it. <laughs> Listen, now I had to do that to get my green, yeah. my work permit to get here. They yeah. had to go to the presidents of three. All there's three a lot networks. of violence in Mexico. Their, their murder rates are off the charts. There's a lot of uh, bad stuff down there, uh, as as the as the orange man would say. So uh, we don't want to attract uh, open borders. That's what they use to scare you. They're just going right. to walk right in. What's except funny for the, too except about building the Wall Street Journal puts yeah. out an article that says we need open borders. That's huge, right? Now, what's funny about building a wall is that you build roads to the wall to build, to it. build it. And then once those people get over the wall, now they have a nice road that they can have a friend pick them up on, <laughs> as opposed to having to walk <laughs> 20 miles through a abandoned road, desert, yes. which is much more difficult. Mom, do you know who Zig Ziglar is? Uh, no idea. Who is that? He was kind of a success coach. He was along the lines of uh, sales win, guy, win friends, and uh, influence. How to win friends and influence people? What was his name? Um, Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie. He was along the lines of Dale Carnegie, but he yeah. did an excellent analogy on stage. He said, "Here's an American worker going for a job interview," and he said, "Yeah, yeah, read your resume. It looks good. Uh, I think you might be up for the job. Um, we pay uh, seven dollars an hour. What? We pay seven dollars an hour." Oh, okay. Oh, thanks. And they get up and they walk out. And then an immigrant comes in. He says, uh, the job is, your resume looks good. You have all the right experience that pays $7 an hour. The immigrant says, $7 an hour? Mm. How many hours can I work? Yes, how many hours can I work? You know, they're in line with the difference. Yeah. By the way, that was a quote from last year. It's now 14, but it's the same thing. That's Ask the same not thing. what your country can do for you. <laughs> 
ask what you can do for seven dollars an hour. Yes, <laughs> we should all be asking what we can do for seven dollars an hour. How do you think this is working out, everybody? This is great for me. Pecking order. Ooh. Sip. <laughs> what? How is what? Immigration working out? <laughs> no, our discussion. Just this, this, this yeah, round yeah. table. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's working, I guess. It's better than CNN. <laughs> That's not hard. <laughs> Listen, Anderson Pooper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was uh, that was Ed's comment. Okay, uh, last topic. Um, I assume old. you all have seen something about this, oh, except for Andrew, who doesn't watch mainstream news, which is great. Um, the uh, the guy who went in front of uh, was it Congress and basically said was AI is begging to be regulated. Yeah. Um, not begging that, needs to be. Yes. Yeah. I, I, um, what did I do? I embellished when I said begging. Mm -hmm. Um, how weird is that? Like usually regulation happens when things get out of hand and break stuff and then you regulate it because it's screwing with the world. But now AI is so, it's so in its infancy that most people don't even know what it really no, is. They, they think, they think you can go ask you know, a chatbot, a question and get a term paper or that you can ask it to make a song like the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, I and think it's a glorified Google, which it is, by the way, yeah. it is, it is that uh, it's Google to the nth power. Yeah. But, um, it's evil. AI is so much more than that. It's, uh, it's essentially compared to like the micro compared to a transistor. It's a micro trip chip. Compared to a firecracker, it's a nuclear weapon. It's going to allow so much to be done with so little Quickly. that it's going to upend every business. It's like really like it was 1999 and, and you were just, you know, the internet was just starting to be a thing and, and everyone's freaking out going, how do I make a ton of money on this? And that's what AI is right now. But it's also I just typed uh, write a song about Bob Rivers into the thing. Do you okay. want to do you want yeah, me to play it. it to you? Let me tell you about a guy named Bob. He's got a knack for making people laugh and sob with his comedy. <laughs> he'll leave you in stitches, bringing joy to the world like a bag full of riches. Oh, Bob Rivers. He's a joker with a twist, bringing humor to life. He can't resist from parodies to funny tunes that flow. Bob's comedy is a delightful show. <laughs> <laughs> that was just by typing that in. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. No music, there's, though. There's more verses and choruses. Well, it, than, oh, there are? Music. Oh, well, here's I, the I, outro. So if you're feeling down, need a laugh or two, just turn on Bob Rivers. He'll entertain you with his laughter inducing comedy galore. Bob Rivers is the one you can't ignore. <laughs> Clearly, these things that. need heavy regulation because they called you a comedian. And. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, Sharp as a serpent's tooth is the tongue of an ungrateful child. And the revenge <laughs> continues. Uh, that's yeah. fine. I, I, it's stupid. It's pretty useless, just like Bob. Sure, but this is an infant. Uh, yes, it's, yes. It's I guess you're right. We should wait till robots um, kill a bunch of people and then regulate. How, them. how about tell it this? 
write a campaign ad for Joe Biden that will help him win the 2024 election. Oh, That's come great. on, man. I don't need a <laughs> He's not up to the task, Bob. He's, uh, Gene Poole alone cancels him out. The thing about AI, AI is it did this in seconds and it knew who I, which Bob Rivers it was, which is really <laughs> silly. And it just pulled stuff about me that's on the internet. But let's see this Biden thing. It has a lot more to work with. Go ahead, Andrew. Okay. Opening scene, a montage of diverse Americans engaged in various activities representing unity and progress. Narrator, in a nation seeking a leader who can unite, in inspire, and deliver progress for all of Americans. Cut to a shot of Joe Biden wearing a confident smile, addressing a diverse crowd. My fellow Americans, it's an honor to serve you as your president. Together, we've overcome challenges and started a journey of healing and progress. I think, I think, um, uh, I think this is where Kamala Harris gets all her uh, speeches. <laughs> yeah, but it's not bad. All right, we'll stop there because it's 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 perfect to that point. Joe Biden, now, a leader with experience and compassion, dedicated right. to building a brighter future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm now Joe, I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> now, write a negative anti-Joe Biden campaign ad that totally uh rips him for being too old to be president joe biden says he's up for another administration <laughs> guess what think again something he's like so that. old he farts and dust and make joe it 30 biden. seconds or less tell him uh, too old uh oh, the freaking uh at ai has the same verbal diarrhea we have it's talking too much just make me a 30 second spot anti-joe biden based on his unfit for duty because of his age something like that uh and by the way the fact that this is instant is what this Jesus. is all because you can put a it's got me in hang on all right you ready now i've got two that said that I, I can't assist i got to type the right words into it to get okay. it to actually uh write a negative campaign ad belittling joe biden make it really simple joe biden is a living liver spot you don't want him in the Oval Office. The I apologize, but I'm unable to generate negative content or engage That's in the creation of negative political oh, ads. Is, by the way, this is big. You know why this is big? Because right now, these AI guys are begging to be regulated because they know if this shit goes bad, they're going to be sued. <laughs> so so you, can, you can do all the fluffy things that'll get good news stories that you want, but the AI is already censored. Yeah. But it wasn't initially. Uh, and it won't be because. So here's what's going to happen with Freedom AI speech. regulation. Let me just cut to the chase. As I, I had some observations, but I also heard some of this on the All In podcast. All of the main players, Google, mm -hmm. Microsoft, the top two, are begging to be regulated for the same reason that insurance companies wanted to help write the laws about the healthcare business. Mm -hmm. The big companies want to write laws that make it hard for a startup to compete against them. So the big companies are on their best behavior right now. Mm -hmm. Can't write a negative ad about Joe Biden? Who the fuck are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you kidding, AI? You're full of shit. Now I can't believe AI either. Makes me want to get on my 10 speed and just drive off a cliff. <laughs> So that's the interesting thing. And what will happen with AI is what happens with all innovations that are dangerous. It'll be regulated right into the hands of Wall Street, and there's going to be a ton of money made, but not by any of us, except AI, for Joe Biden, because he's that, on the take. All in like that podcast, stupid thing you listen to. 
Oh yeah, that, that's, I got some of that argument from there. Yeah. Also, the, uh, the other thing I get from them, because they're all billionaires, is um, how inflation is going to persist. We really have so much debt. It's so far out of control that the only way to get rid of it is inflation. And the other way to get rid of it is to keep printing money, which will devalue stuff. And all that's going to continue. It's just uh, the only true way to get out of it is through innovation, increase in productivity. And everybody in Wall Street is betting that AI is going to allow an increase in productivity that will actually bail us out. The same way the internet bailed out, you know, during the Clinton years, we had surpluses because of the internet. It was this big thing. And well, so and this, now we got porn. Yay! Yes, yes, it's all. <laughs> and you could get the porn faster than he can write a campaign ad. I know. <laughs> I just want so, you to know, I have never splurged more on a dress. <laughs> Please let not that be the end of the show. Uh, an interesting discussion, guys. I, I'm, Very. Uh, no, I thought it was good. I well, should uh, should should we turn Hollywood over to AI? I mean, if they can write a campaign ad for Joe Biden, they can write the new season of the yeah. OC or whatever. And, you know, I don't think yeah. so. And yeah. put the no. Writers Guild out of business too. Well, I'll tackle that a little bit, uh, but I don't have ready-made answers. I think that uh, AI will keep getting better and better as to at some point be almost indistinguishable from the human heart but will always need to be programmed by a human heart and soul so and when when robots start creating art um it'll be regulated well i mean yeah, are they gonna say no, well, it will right no. but I, I like are they gonna right someone's gonna get caught faking it and then they're gonna you know they're going to be like, well, this one's only worth this because uh, it was AI generated or assisted. Uh, there'll be some, or some of that, Andrew, but at this I actually have done a lot of thinking about. And, and these are original thoughts, by the way, so they could be completely wrong. Uh, but I, my original thoughts like this usually turn out to be right several years later. Um, when it comes to creativity, follow the money. The money, I was just reading an article today that there is more money in catalog music sales by far than there is in pop hit music. So if you have a number one pop hit song with 50 million views today, it's not worth as much as Stairway to Heaven. It's not worth as much as anything in the catalog that gets to be used for generations, which is part of why when I take my granddaughters to see the Minions movie, it's populated with classic rock and pop songs from the last 50 years. Steve, Steve Miller, Fly Like an Eagle and Instant Karma are both in a new Minions movie, because it's bankable catalog product. What does it cost to reproduce it? Zip. <laughs> it costs zip. Just licensing, right? I already answered it for you. Zip. I, you should have just zip. said zip. Yeah. Zip. Yes, yes. Yeah. In other words, it costs to develop a new fucking pop star. To, to, to make but that's what team. AI is doing. Have you seen? There's probably yeah, like there's probably like AI recreations of the Grateful Dead already because they're they're doing rap songs that are uh, artificial intelligence Jay Z yeah. and and it sounds yeah, yeah. they won't be any good. And Drake. here's why they won't be any good. They won't be any good because AI doesn't have a soul yet. See, but if they analyze all your language, maybe in a hundred years, yeah, they can but, fake it. Yeah, and they can actually. Fake it. Yes. One of the songs that they faked by either Drake or The Weeknd actually went viral. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. 
Yeah, I mean, we need brilliant original lines to create hits like Friday, Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, how hard is that? But 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 again, uh, and and thank you because I didn't get my whole thought out. What will happen is if it's too close to a hit, yeah, it'll be regulated out. This is what they're kind of doing now too. Is you know, uh, Pharrell got sued a couple years ago, and that guy just got sued again. When they, if you make a song that sounds like Marvin Gaye now, they're kind of going, "Eh, "That's a ripoff," and we, yeah. Endless fight over intellectual property is only going to get crazy from here. Yeah, it will. But who wins the? Think of YouTube. YouTube was the biggest fight over intellectual property. YouTube started as a pirate television station where everybody put up intellectual property, and then YouTube turned into the gatekeeper, the Mm -hmm. mafia, if you will, of royalty payments and made deals with all of the copyright holders. And these copyright holders realized, partially because of YouTube that they're going to make their most money on the catalog they already have. And so the same thing will happen with AI. Um, The catalog, the owners of the stuff that's threatened by the new technology will lobby Congress to make the laws. That's That's what the whole point of this discussion. They will lobby to make the laws that protect our healthcare system just the way, I mean, our music system just the way it is. (laughs) I'm going to predict something in, 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 a year from now, by the time you forget, I'm going to play you an AI generated song and I'm going to get it's you to like great. it. And gonna you're going to, you're yeah. going to love it. I'm going to splurge on that dress. <laughs> <laughs> so are they, are they going to regulate the ingestion of data as opposed to using it, using Cause it's already the gates, the, the horses have left the barn. Yeah. Great question. Um, they haven't though. The horses have not left the barn. Um, as soon as you make money, you are a target for legal action. So how you make money is going, remember, this is like cryptocurrency. With AI, even though it's complex, it can all be traced. It can all be traced back to the copyrighted material. And if and, and just like when George Harrison faced the lawsuit over My Sweet Lord. She's so fine. Yeah, he's My Sweet Lord. I really want to know him. Um, that hinged on whether it borrowed too much. And so what's going to, it's going to be regulated, uh, regulated so that you can't borrow enough to be really great. Sure. Will there be AI hits? I think Andrew will win that argument, by the way, because we're old and he probably knows better, but, but the, the money will be protected. The, the catalog. And that's why these companies are spending so much for this catalog now, because this catalog is good for thousands of years. Yeah. There's not going to be a Styx in 2525 that's better than the Styx. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I purposely chose that example. Dennis DeYoung is not my favorite voice. <laughs> uh, no, I like him. I like him. Anyway. Okay. All right. So that's the AI discussion. Anything else to add? Because we're, we're at it. Uh, system a- error cannot finish podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it possible to be speaking and listen at the same time? Especially okay. if you're Donald Trump, by the way. <laughs> Change the subject. 2024. 2024. It won't write a campaign ad? Negative. It won't write a negative one. Neither then, can your son, because it right, won't let him have an, anything ask, sharp. Ask it this. Write a generic negative campaign ad against a fictional candidate. Oh, I want to see just how censored it is. You're just, you're going to find a workaround if it kills you, aren't you? What I'm showing you is the, 
the art of war. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm showing you what the Shoot. enemy, which is this AI, it, yes. it's the competitor, which is the same as an enemy in the art of war. What this enemy will do and won't do that's already being revealed based on the current situation. Go ahead. It's, uh, let me see if I can get it to do it in 30 seconds because it's, it's writing a big long one. Yeah. <laughs> it's filibustering, actually. It is pretty <laughs> smart. That's why we got to get rid of it, depending on whether it works for or against me. <laughs> I, I cannot, if, if I add short generic, just adding the word short says I cannot generate negative content. Yeah. 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 But, okay. All right. So, America so deserves a leader with proven experience, unwavering principles, and a clear vision from the future. We deserve better than candidate name. <laughs> we deserve better than. Uh, it's time to make the right choice for America. Reject the empty promises and failed leadership. What? Vote for oh, a brighter future. I think. Let me write this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've All seen right. already. Beautiful uh, stuff. Please keep in mind that this is a fictional, generic, negative campaign ad. Does not reflect any specific political candidate or real world uh, events. Uh, now, can you hear AI begging to be regulated right in there? Let's go write the regulations so that we can make money all the ways we know to make money, and so that we won't get too much shit for it. That's exactly what you're seeing. Hunter Amazing. knows how to make money. <laughs> yeah, you do. All right. Cheers, everybody. I hope you had a good time. Thanks for uh, listening. You can email us anytime. Show at bobandzip.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob Rivers. We're working on some new ways uh, to add to the show. None of them appeared tonight. But I can I answer your phone and you kick in enough dough. All right. Ed <laughs> Kelly will do a Joe Biden answering message. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Please it's actually an impression of Bob trying to send the invite link to this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, thank you so much. Let's hear for our special guest. Yeah, I love seeing you. Yeah, I miss you. And I uh, can't wait to come, come give you a big kiss. All right. Let's all dance to the theme song. Ready? And sometimes Andrew. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Lovely.